Welcome to How to Get Laid on Tinder for Men, where we explore sex, dating, communication, and everything in between. Here's to more adventures, fun, and great sex. Warning signs on apps. What to watch out for. Welcome, Carmen. Awesome to be here, Maureen. I went on a date very early on in my dating app career. Call it a career. Because, you know, <laughs> I, I wonder if I'm going to get a 10-year, you know, service award. Anyway. <laughs> Might get a gold watch or something. Employee of the month. And <laughs> if I get, you know, special awards for how many matches I get or, you know, how many I convert. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so... Started with my story. Um, this guy, he looked quite cute. It was a, but it was sort of a side angle, bit creative shot, you know, not that clear, mm. whatever. Anyway, so he said he was really good, direct. Do you want to have um, coffee? So, or we, actually, we went to a pub here in Richmond and uh, met him, got there within two seconds. He opened his mouth. He's <laughs> and sneezed. He didn't sneeze. He had just really bad teeth. Uh, yeah. You need the open mouth, John. Yeah. So what's my point? Uh, we've got a friend who's been caught out with that too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think her guy had no teeth. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, where am I going? Okay, so this is about warning signs on apps. We're not talking about warning signs about people with no teeth. That's not my point. That, uh, but we do want a smiley photo, surely. Yeah. Just to verify. Yeah, if, if teeth are important to you. Some people are might, might be important. So the warning sign there is not about the person trying to deceive, but it was about my... The, the overall knowledge that I got about that person and just having one photo that was on the angle with his mouth closed and slightly blurry was not enough. It was incomplete. Yeah. Yeah. So you invested time and energy in meeting him, whereas you had all the information you may not have. Yeah. So this episode, you know what really annoys me? A lot of stuff out there about catfishing and people misrepresenting themselves and you're going to get caught and, you know, the, the premise is that, you know, there's so much dishonesty in the world. And I actually call BS on it. If you did, if you, if they worked out the stats around it on dating apps, I'm sure it'd be 99% of people, if not more, are genuine people. Yeah, look, I don't know the stats, but I think the catfisher ones, you can probably rule them out um, more, more easily. But this is about working out what are the warning signs for you? Because, you know, you may not care about teeth, so therefore you may not require evidence that they have teeth prior to meeting with them, um, whereas someone else may. Yeah, exactly. Well said. Now, you've said to me the other day, Carmen, oh, no, it wasn't the other day because you have scared of- about this. What, what on earth did oh, I say? Well, you say a lot, let me tell you. Um, you said, oh, there was this guy and he was, um, it just seemed like he was too hot. So tell me about that as a warning sign. Well, I think that's about the other thing you're talking about, the catfishes and stuff. They're often too hot. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're often, their photos are often like model-type photos. Yeah, yeah. 
So those ones where you get just photo after photo of model-like pose, they look like they're all from the same shoot. Like, give me a selfie, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are ones where you might be, you know, yeah. they, you know, one of those rare, dishonest ones. Um, another one for me that I think is a warning sign is that where they say key things that just turn me off in their in the actual what they've written about themselves, yeah, or what they're after. So it's an example. Um, so um, for men, they sing things like um, "I'm not into drama." That's a big one for me. Yeah. So for me, it's like, oh yeah, they're going to be looking for drama. But I make that mean that yeah, they have an oversimplistic view of what a relationship, even a, a casual relationship, is, and they they might not be sensitive to other people's feelings, and and maybe they manufacture the drama themselves, which is ironic given that they're saying they don't want it. And what is drama anyway? Yeah, I, I think I think it's emotion. I think that's what they're um, fighting against. Fighting against emotion. Yeah, or someone being displeased with them, perhaps. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. So I'm sure there's um, the equivalent, the the key phrases that um, that women women say as well. This sort of feeds in with unrealistic expectations. Mm. The key phrases. So there's some women I know um, only men over six feet tall. Yes, and so I think a lot of women have that preference even though only a 10% of the world's population are over six feet tall. Mm. So, <laughs> good luck, girls. <laughs> um, and, and so I feel like when they write, it's, it's not even that you want that. You might think, oh, yeah, I like tall guys. But the fact that they're writing it yeah, so it's about their character. Yeah, and so you may be over six feet tall, but you may rule those women out based on them being so explicit about like a height requirement, you might be like, well, you know, you might not be the person, even though I fulfil your criteria. Yeah. So I think things to watch out for are explicit requirements that seem quite arbitrary. Yeah. You know, like I just, you know, that's a big one for me. Um, And the other one is for me around um, things like key phrases like um, no time wasted. It's like, oh, you want guaranteed that you're going to get banged within the first 24 hours of matching, do you? No, you can go away. Yeah. Can I just share, I've just got, because this is a really hot spot for me at the moment, and I find it especially with younger guys, that they want this certainty that they're going to get banged. And I'm like, you don't deserve the certainty. Yeah. Because I can't give you that certainty because then I feel like a bad person. I haven't even met you and you want me to give you certainty. Yeah. Like, I like I'm, I get so cross with it. There's one guy who, oh, you know the one that I quite like and you go, oh, he's just a dick. Oh, yeah, um, because he plays with you. Yeah, and he's so clever, but I just, like, there's this underlying dishonesty. And um, recently he was free and he's like, you know, come over or whatever, and I was considering it. And then he said something like, you know, I hope we're on the same page about this. Um, and it really annoyed me. And the thing is, the... the Interesting thing is, if he didn't do that, he probably would have got laid. Yeah, but then I just like, nah, I can't be doing this. Yeah. So it was a just a real warning sign. So I'm getting more and more warning signs around what sort of person he is, even though he, on the surface, is intelligent, he's an accountant, you know, good job, 
Um, he's not evil, but he's just not my sort of person. Yeah, and some people might be listening and thinking, oh, you know, you're being a bit sensitive with some of the warning signs and things like that. And and the thing is, if you're getting great outcomes with your current process of filtering, then that's great. But I've met many people who keep on meeting the same sort of people. So maybe the same drama-filled people, or the same people who want to catch up and, and, you know, maybe don't want to be intimate or whatever. And so they've got these repeating patterns and so your filtering, your communication is actually resulting in those patterns. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you're, it's almost like you're throwing yourself into the fire each time. Yeah. And then wondering why it's happened. Yeah. Like, for example, the, the no drama one, I don't particularly want much drama, like, um, either, but I don't have it in my profile because I'll rule out anyone who I think is drama-filled. Yeah. Um, and so I've, uh, I, that's just something that I do in my filtering. Um, whereas someone who says no drama, um, you know, they're, they're attracting a different sort of person and I don't know, they're, they're probably going to get a different outcome. Yeah. That one reminds me of people who just have really like rules. Mm. They're warning signs for me as well. Like, like, well, it seems like the drama one is, you know, like an unspoken rule that people have, I'm not going to have um, this sort of person. Mm. And it's just made up shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I find that one, I mean, obviously it's nuanced, but I find it, um, yeah, sometimes it's coming from some weird place that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Um, the other one that I think you need to watch out for, signs, is if you start talking to them and they go down a path that's really not your path. <laughs> so I had one who was obsessed with his mother's breasts. Um, <laughs> How have you not told me about this one before? Oh, no. I don't think so. Yeah, so he went on and on about his mother's breasts and how he almost, I think, wanted me to pretend to be his mother and so he could suck the breast. Hang on, hang on. Can you give me some detail? Like what sort of messaging was he sending you? They 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 ease in. He was quite intelligent as yeah. well, and he's like, "Oh, you know, this may seem a bit weird, and I feel a bit guilty, but I, you know, I quite like my mum's breast. Like, I think that's how it started." And I'm like, "Yeah, it is a bit weird." <laughs> and he's like, "I know, but you know, you have good breasts." And then it just, you know, in the end, I'm like, "Look, uh, good luck on your search for breasts, but <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not getting near mine." You know, so things like that. Um, another guy. Um, this Irish lawyer from Sydney, he all, he was obsessed with me calling him gay and I didn't, I didn't mind for a little bit, but it, like was obviously a bit of a kink and who knows if he's gay or he's bi or whatever, but he just wanted me to insist and then he'd argue with me and I liked him so much. I was so attracted to him that I did it for a while. Like I, I slept with him a few times and I was just like, oh my God, hmm. like it's just, it's a warning sign because it's just not my thing. I'm a kind person, so I'll I'll play along for a little bit. Yes. But if people, if that's all they want. And when you're really horny. Yeah. And if that's all they want. The final straw for me was when he was in Melbourne and he said, can I come around and can we watch some gay porn together? And he sat there and I'd, I'm just like, I'm not into it. Yeah. I, especially it was really rough gay porn and it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. So that's another one where I just went, you know, like they 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 they're wanting things or saying things. Again, I'm not judging these people per se, 
I'm judging them in relation to what I'm after. Yeah. And yeah. what I can They're warning them. signs for you. Other people might be like, yeah, rough gay porn, bring it on. Yeah. yeah come round <laughs> and bring your mates. <laughs> you gay person. Yeah. You? Oh, there was another one um, with choking. And I don't mind a bit of choking. Well, it's not really choking, just a bit of pressure, really. I don't want to push it too far. <laughs> Uh, but he led with it. And so they're the other ones that I, I think are warning signs for me when it's, I feel like it's a ticket. They're either obsessed with the one yes. or they want to tick it off. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I mean, it's a whole other po- podcast, but if you have a kink, like I think you like ease into it. You, um, yeah. If you lead with it, you're really ruling a lot, lot of people out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I ended up with, with this, the strangler guy. <laughs> Again, I found him really attractive. It's really hard when you find them really attractive. Yeah. It's just like, oh, fuck. Um, so, I, yeah, I went there once and um, was a bit, and it wasn't even, he wasn't, like, he did himself a disservice because it wasn't even too full on. Yeah. You know, but but in his language, it was like, oh, well, you know, into this, and mm. it just really turned me off. So that was a warning, warning sign for me as well. I've got a few that are specific to me. Like, once again, other people might be like, oh, that's cool for me. But for me, these these are ones. Um, one is someone who expects me to message back quickly. So dating apps for me are sort of like the things I do in between times when I'm feeling horny or bored or whatever or want a bit of um, uh, just, uh, you know, energy. And so, I like, I don't have notifications on my app. So you you can wait a couple of days before I respond back. And if somebody expects a response quickly, um, then that's a problem for me. Yeah. But so the thing is, you, you'd get them off the app before before then if you really liked them. Yes, but sometimes, yeah, so, like, yeah, and we, uh, part of the my, um, one of the things is getting them off the app as well. But for me, if I sense that they may be sensitive to not receiving a response quickly, um, then I, you know what I do? I leave it on purpose because yeah. I wait to see what their response is. And if their their response is what I deem inappropriate for me, then then like I rule them out completely. So um, because you know it's those men who are super sensitive. It's like why are you ignoring me? Blah blah blah. I'm like out. I can't have that insecurity in my life. Like if you want to fuck me, you need to be. You know everyone's got some insecurities, but you have to. Um, be fairly secure about the, the situation. Yep, exactly. Mine around that one mm. is when they then put two question marks. Oh, okay. If I haven't responded. Yeah. Oh, it's a warning sign for me because I feel like there's a little, they're a little bit needy and not, and are not confident enough in themselves. And what sort of words do they put before the two question marks? That... Well, I'll ask a question that I haven't answered because I'm not on the app or because oh, I haven't okay. asked. And then they'll put two question marks after. Oh, be, uh, like after you haven't responded for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and if you're listening to this, the the sort of nudges I do like, because I do also like being chased as well. The irony yeah, yeah. is, so the sort of nudges I do like would be, so just say I haven't responded, would you know a day or two later, the guy responding go, hey, you must be a busy woman. Hope your week's going well. Blah 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 or whatever. And so it's just acknowledging, you know, I haven't responded, but not being, oh my goodness, I, I'm sensitive and my feelings have been hurt. Yeah. And, you know, I expect a reply from you. So, yeah. Oh, we love a good old nudge, don't we? I do really like it. And then they become more attractive to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's a warning sign for me? Mm. When they say, um, oh, I'm surprised you matched with me. Oh. I get that quite a bit. Really? Yeah. What do they mean by that? Well, that I'm, I'm, well, I, oh, what I make it mean, because I don't know exactly what I, I what don't I think I've had that one. That, that they think that I'm like better looking than them or them or higher on some, you know, know hierarchical yeah. bullshit thing. And so I just go, well, it just shows lack of confidence. Oh, or is it them searching for compliments? Because I also don't like that either. Well, Why it's, the same thing. Went it's the same sort of thing. And so I just said to one, because he did it yesterday, and I just wrote, uh, I wouldn't say that to women if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here's a book. That I'm yeah, and I'm like, oh, how do you get laid on dinner? And then he go, he just goes, yeah, you know, good call. So he redeemed himself a bit. But underlying, my head's now going, oh, well, then maybe he's not that good looking if he's not very confident. So that was sort of a warning sign for me. Yeah. And so another one, once again, is, which is very specific to me, and I know that you don't do this, is a guy that won't get on the phone. So for me, um, hearing a man's voice and intonation tells me so much about the person, um, both in terms of, you know, if I'm attracted to them and if I think I might enjoy spending time with them. And so for me, I speak to men before I catch up with them in person. And I've had some men who will not get on the phone. Um, some say that it's because they're, they're not confident to speak on the phone. And you know what? If you've got to the age where I'm sleeping with you, then, um, and are still not confident to get on the phone, then you're not my sort of person. Like I used to be anxious about getting on the phone when I was a child, but through exposure therapy, I got over it. And yeah. so if someone's not going to put themselves through, through a bit of discomfort or, you know, having got over it, um, to speak to me, then they're not my sort of person. And then another thing someone said to me, which I hadn't thought of before, is Carmen, that probably means they're married. So I'm not sure about that. But um, either way, if you're not going to get on the phone, that's a warning sign for me. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Never thought of that. Surely with mobiles these days, they can just leave the house. I don't, yeah, <laughs> go for a walk. <laughs> Honey, I'm going to get milk. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. And, um, well, that's an interesting one. Yes, I know your thing about getting on the phone. Good on you. So I think, you know, people listening, it is the pattern, you know, the point of today is really about um, what's important to you and you yeah. work out what, you know, what are warning signs for you. If you react to it, to the way they write, if they annoy you on the app, they're probably going to annoy you off the app. Yeah. Like we, I've got a friend and um, they just kept on meeting people that were just, I don't know, just not good news and quite dramatic and whatever. So I said, give me a phone. Let me see all your messages. And I'm like, warning sign, warning sign, warning sign. And it's like, how did you not see this in the messages? And so I think some people maybe don't naturally see it, but I think it's worth training yourself and tuning yourself to it because there's so much that you can tell before you meet the person. Yeah. So many people have all these bad stories of dating um, app stories and everything and like, I've got a few that I probably wouldn't do again, but, like, most of them have been great adventures. Yeah, yeah. So it's about filtering um, early. Yeah. Another one for me was this nice guy who was a policeman and he'd say, you know, oh, let's go for a, you know, want to go for a walk tonight? And I'm just like, oh, I'm just not. I was actually just really honest in that I wasn't feeling emotionally, like, that great at that time. And instead of just going, yeah, okay, no worries, another time, hope you're feeling better or something, he kept pushing. So 
for me, pushing as in, oh, come on, you can go for Yeah, come on, it'll be worth it, come on. So he's really disregarding. And like, for me, it was big that I'd even opened up and shared with him that I wasn't yeah. feeling that great. And then to have it dismissed was a warning sign for me as well. Yeah, that's a good one. So I think it's just being really um, aware. You probably need a Carmen to go through your messages, people. Or uh, listen to the voice message he left you when you gave him your phone number. Exactly, exactly. So we could go on all day. The thing is, they're really unique to me. So for me, it doesn't really matter that they don't get on the phone. To Carmen, it does. To me, you know, it, it, it matters what they use to call me, if they call me love or doll or whatever. And then to other people, it wouldn't. So for you, I just think you need to be, a, be aware of those things and what they mean for you and whether they fit in with the sort of person that you're after. Well said.